of the day at the New Japan Cup. My name's James Trugney. I am ably joined by Christy. How are you, Ma? I'm doing quite well, actually, even though I'm really sad about one of the results today. You you were sad that Yotosuji Gabriel Kidd and Finley lost against Chaos. Yes, that's it. Exactly. Yes. And yes, Yoshihashi winning makes me so sad. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like something I'd say. Yes, yes, no. Today <laughs> we are I. Today we are Aichi Prefectural Gymnasium. Gymnasium. Now I've watched shows at that arena for years, and it never looked like it does today. I did change the camera angles. I'm guessing with like a COVID crowd, they brought the cameras in a bit, and it just looked different. Hmm. But well, that's no, smart. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like the WCW days where. There would only be three sides to the audience, and everybody would be packed into the three sides. Yeah, but it's, also, it's also like you're going new places. Like, look, our tour's gone bigger. We've gone somewhere else. Oh, no, it's yeah. actually the same building, just from a different angle. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's how you make things fresh and new and exciting. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but... Um, anyway, we're like, yes, we're at Aichi Perpetual Gymnasium. Uh, it looked actually pretty big and into it crowd, as you'd expect for a weekend show. And we're there for the New Japan Cup, as this is today at the New Japan Cup. It opened up with Dave Finley, Gabriel Kidd, and Yotosuji taking on the Chaos Trio, Tommy Hiroishi, Toriyano, and Yoshihashi, in a very fun opener. And Dave Finley and Yoshihashi continued their amicable debate about the second round. Yeah, I, I actually wrote that down too. I wrote down, glad to see them cordially working out their issues. Yeah, this is it. They don't have a problem with each other. They just think that one is better than the other one. So yeah, they're going to... And Finley <laughs> is talking in English to Yoshiashi, and then Yoshiashi is replying in Japanese. It's like, it's really nice, actually. <laughs> it's an yes. international discussion between yes. peers. The American son of a German and an Ulsterman talking to a Japanese resident about a professional <laughs> issue at work. Yeah. I respect you. We disagree, but I respect you. Yes, yes, yes. This is this is the kind of cordiality that Hontai and Chaos have come to be known for yeah. uh, in recent years. Gabriel Kidd was really good at this, as was Yotosuji. Um, and Ishiyano and Ashi, Yoshihashi had their Chaos teamwork down to a T. So it all went well uh, for that for them. Yoshihashi getting two pinfalls in a row. Is it his birthday? Does that mean he's going to lose the next one? Mm, possibly. <laughs> it's like Ghetto, Ghetto is giving him a gift. Like, here you go, wins before you lose. Build him up to knock him down. That's a Ghetto kind of thing, yeah. Yes, yes. That's, that's, that was, so we'll see what happens next week. Dave might have better luck, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe. It yeah. does look it does look slightly lost without juice sometimes. <laughs> it was so funny to me it's, to see Finley be the experienced veteran in the team. It's really funny to me somehow. <laughs> he is though. He yeah. is compared to yeah. the Young Lions. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's wrestled all over the world. The world, world has, has he described himself in a Ring of Honor video last year? I'm a world class fighter, and he is. And yeah, probably sure. A problem, well, you know, he is a shooter because he was a very, very high, high standard amateur. But yeah, uh, are, are we going to discuss Finley for 20 minutes again? Oh, yeah, we might do. <laughs> <laughs> How about we talk about Suji again? 
Oh, yeah. Let's look Let's go on to Toriano and Ishii, who were somewhat subdued by normal standards. I guess. Well, Ishii had another young lion trying to pick a fight with him again. It's like all the young lions see Ishii and think, that's the one. Going to bother <laughs> that person. This is a wonderful why? choice I'm making. Why? Why <laughs> would you, though? Just why? I don't get it either. <laughs> it's like, if it's not Uemura, if it's not Suji, it's Kid. I don't get it. Like, I get it. I get, on the one hand, like, going after Ishii makes sense because he's a fan favorite and he makes you look really tough. Yeah. If you can hang with him. But logically speaking, why? Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. In it? kayfabe, it makes no sense that they go for Izuki, Suzuki and uh, Ishii out of all no. people. And Suzuki yeah. is going for Naito, did you see? The, well, on Twitter? Was, that, that makes more sense because Suzuki has got about six inches on Naito and is about 40 pounds heavier. And Naito so is thought, injured all over the place. Yes, yes, and Naito is injured. So, yeah. <laughs> but did you see his Twitter? No, I didn't see the Twitter exchange this week. No, he posted it on some sometime in February, and mm. he just retweeted it about half an hour ago. About uh, it, it's a tweet that say it says if he gets fifty five thousand likes on that tweet, then he gets a match with Naito. <laughs> so if you're listening to this Suji needs your help he's at about 40k now so yes. he needs another 15k likes on that tweet there you go um, go yeah. help the poor young lion out he wants to die to Naito <laughs> <laughs> I think Naito would appreciate the hustle more I think than other veterans yeah and actually really like yeah. it that he's using social media to get things done yeah, that was just the way forward. That's really just, smart. Like, just he he doesn't have to do anything. He just has to get likes to wrestle Naito. Like, that's what, a great exchange. There was an indie guy who tried to do that with Impact Wrestling this week. If I get so many likes, will you give me a match with X? Yeah. Oh yeah, um, I saw. I saw. He had to have <laughs> a certain kind of likes and a reply from the uh, the guy in Impact. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> they got the reply from the guy in Impact, but he didn't have the good clue who he was. Okay, fair enough. It's yeah. smart, though. It's, it's a social media kind of world now, right? It is. The, the thing is that annoys me is, like, back when social media wasn't as social as it is now, like, gig venues used to do it. They would be like, um, if you get 100 likes on Facebook on your band page for this gig, then you can... You, that determines the order you're going to play it. Mm. And it's like, therefore, it came down to not the most talented bands. It came down to the bands with the most number of Facebook accounts with their friends. Yeah. You know, and it, it also became the beginning of the end of the live experience as far as music was concerned, because you do gigs and you'd have six bands on the night. And at the beginning of the night, you'd have a packed house. And by the end, you'd have 30 people left because they'd only come to see their mates play. Yeah, that's yeah. different here. Yeah, I in mean, wrestling... I, I, I also really like it because Suji doesn't have too many options as a young yeah. lion, but he's already growing an audience. Yeah, that's it. Because he's, he isn't really, like, ideal young lion person. He's too big mm. and lumpy. You know, he's he's going to... 
it's difficult to get like young lions are supposed to get babyface heat just by being the hobby under plucky underdog when he isn't because he's just a big goofball so you can't do that with him so the fact he's actually hustling and making his own way is very very clever and he's going to do well at that and it's smart to pick naito yes because Naito will appreciate it more and his character is more flexible to adapt to what he needs in that yeah, situation. Yeah, he would be like, 55k, I don't care, go away. Hmm. Naito fans are also more online. I, I don't know if that makes sense, what I no, mean by yeah, that. There are mo- more of a modern, younger audience, basically. Yeah, especially LAJ fans in general. Yeah. And they're very okay. active, and he's very popular. So, yeah. and Naito fans would also be like, him feuding with the young lion, sign me up. That sounds perfectly safe for Naito. <laughs> like he's less likely to injure himself against a young lion than him wrestling Ibushi again or something. Let's extend his career by another three months. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How many young lions do we have? Three. Okay, three feuds. Nine months off TV. Keep his yeah. knees together. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's just move on to the second match. Suzuki Gun, Dookie, Taichi, and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated oh, Greg Okan, and Jeff Cobb, and that other bloke. The main focus was, of course, on Zack Sabre Jr. versus that other bloke. No, no, no. <laughs> it was Okan's hair. I was Okan's hair. Okan's, yeah, Okan's, as, as Chris Chapman pointed out on Twitter this morning, Okan's hair mysteriously seems to have grown back overnight and got more. Well, it didn't, he, it didn't grow longer, but it got bigger. Yes, because he's undoing his plaits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I haven't watched the match, but I, mm. I watched part of the intro because everyone was talking about his hair. So I was like, let me just check what he looks like. And oh my god. <laughs> Jesus company. <laughs> and Dookie is back. Yes. L- let me guess. He took the pin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 because oh I'm trying to I'm trying to remember. I thought they I'm trying to remember who won now. I've got the card. I've got the results on here. Sorry. Yeah. I think it, oh. Okan must have. If I had to guess, Okan pinned Doki. Got the card. Where's the results gone? Where's the card? Oh, I hasn't got the results. I thought I had the results up. I know. I will go to 1972.com and make sure. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure Doki was the one that got pinned, unfortunately for him. And I'm putting my money on Okan. Yeah, I would think so, because he needs to get some heat back as well. And they don't want to give Osprey the win, because... They want to keep him and Zach on even ground. So it's I either... remember what happened now. <laughs> what happened was, um, yes, um, you're right. The, the, win went, the win went to the uh, United Empire. And whilst they, were, um, whilst they were doing the uh, post-match grunt and groan, as Okan likes to do, Zack Sabre Jr. jumped Will from behind. Ah, okay. And the actual match itself, Will was all over Osprey. He counted everything. Like, Will was all over Osprey? Sorry, uh, Zack was all over Osprey. He counted everything. <laughs> okay. I got that sentence right. He counted everything he did from, like, literally armbars to Stormbringer to 
there was he went for cheeky Nando's and managed to get out of that into a chokehold. And essentially, I think this is going to be Zach's going to tie Osprey in knots Sounds in their good. second round match. And I won't be I'm watching it, that. but sounds good. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> this morning I did do a Bernie Sanders meme, which is my favorite meme to do, uh, which was once again, I am asking for Zack Sabre Jr. to um, destroy once and for all this Tory boy twat. Uh, to, to which <laughs> we Jay- can only hope. <laughs> To which Jamie, who I think he used to write for FSM, um, replied, famous commentator on British, British wrestling generally, replied and said, you know, there's a strong possibility that Zach might be a Tory too, and he's just lied to us. Uh, and I was like, oh. I don't want to think yeah, about it. That's a point. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, but yeah. So. Let us have faith in at least one British wrestler. I don't have as much faith in that particular British wrestler as I used to do because during speaking out, he said nothing. Yeah. yeah. Which is annoying. And I understand he was in a difficult position because it's his friends. However, there comes a point where you just have to say, this is the way I make a living. And if the fans do not get behind me, uh, whether you're face or heel, is that different disconnect of like buying merch and making sure you're booked and one thing or another, then is it? You know, it's it's easier for him because he's a contracted guy. But if he was an in, if it was a couple of years ago and he'd been an indie guy in the UK and he'd done what he did down, yeah, it would have a different story. But anywho, let us move on, shall we, to happier things. Like I mean, Lij. Yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, the idea of Osprey being tied in knots for a week does appeal to me. Um, <laughs> my iPad has chosen to let me just. What was the next match, Christy, whilst I get my iPad sorted out? Bushi <laughs> Naito one. and Sonata versus Sho Okada and Nagata. There we go. That was fun. Nagata is kind of like an honorary member of uh, Chaos at the moment. <laughs> being forced. <laughs> it's like, do it you was... want to team with Chaos today? No. Well, you have to. Yeah. Eat your greens. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. It was... He fits in with them because he's kind of he's a strong style guy. He's old school, like Chaosa. Yeah, and he's a nice guy, as in he's trustworthy and kind of honourable. Yeah, so it does fit, but it's still weird to me because <laughs> when when I left wrestling, it was they they just gotten to being friends. And it was yeah. still a weird time, like seeing Kushida and Okada tagging together was still really strange to everyone. And then I left and now yeah. I come, came back and suddenly it's totally normal to everyone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it doesn't, they don't do it on every tour, but this one where they're having to split people up to get feuds in, to get them like, you know moved along a bit they're having to do a lot more cross-pollination than they used to do but uh yeah but I, they never I, I, do it with heels though which is funny to me like imagine if suzuki gun was forced to live with bullet club never happened no we well to be honest we had even further movement forward in the suzuki gun turning face story today <laughs> so 
we'll see what happens there. But yeah, it was still a fun match, though. Yeah, um, and and Sho and Bushi continue their feud as the sole representative of their uh, factions in the junior division. And to be honest, the sole juniors going on. Uh, Dookie. Uh, is Dookie a junior? He is, but he always kind of gets lumped in with heavyweights, doesn't he? He wrestles yeah. uphill most of the time. It's, it's Desperado all over again, I tell you. Well, it is, because like, Dookie only had one win in the uh, Best of Super Juniors last year, and that was against Uemura. So... He came close. He had great matches all the way through, but he only had one win. Um, but his level compared to was where he was the best of Super Juniors the year before was so much better. He's he's a good, well-rounded junior heavyweight. It's just going to take him a long while to get there. Well, he got there. If you look at Despy, and he's already got a lot of fans, at least in the side of fandom, fandom that I'm in. Yeah. I can see a lot of bushy... bushy? Dookie fans, Bushy fans as well, but I think um, it's I, the. Sorry, I was going to say actually having um, Gino on commentary liking him is a big plus because yeah, it, it really does. And the catchphrase uh, "Doki Jokey" and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, like Chris Charlton was making poems up about the Doki Jokey today and stuff. Yeah, and I just saw I just saw Gino asking if I had one more New Japan match, who would you want me to wrestle? And the options were Doki, Doki, <laughs> and Suzuki. <laughs> <laughs> and yet, mostly people want him to die at the hands of Suzuki, but there were also some people who really wanted to see him wrestle Doki. And he's yeah. he's just making Doki into a little legend already. That's it. That's that's how people get over. I wonder Cat. how much Doki knows about this. I don't know. I, I his Spanish is better than his English, I would guess. Um, Imagine. So, yeah. Um, because it's it's I, mostly happening on the English language side of things. Yeah. I don't know. It depends if it depends if the Japanese guys pick up on it because sometimes they do cross over, like things get mentioned on Japanese commentary when you listen to Japanese commentary. Well, I'm sure Gino said something similar last week. So, but they have their own kind of like little favorites and little favorite storylines yeah, as well. Yeah, and yeah. It, it might be really weird for him um, if, for example, he didn't know about this. That suddenly all these foreign fans are fans of his. It's like, wait. <laughs> What happened? Yeah. Who's Gino? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it is but it's kind of like, you know, he's an old school he's a Rudos. He's a he's a proper Rudos. Mm-hmm. He isn't a he isn't really a, a heel wrestler. And being a Rudos is a is a is a thing. You have to do it in a certain way. And he's very much into that. And you know, he does talk about the fact he doesn't he, t- he was a proper luchador. He wasn't one of these Tourist luchadors, as he calls them, uh, <laughs> they go over for their excursion. He had to do it properly, learn the hard way. And you know, there's plenty of people who did that. Ultimo Dragon is a person who did that. Jushin Thunder Liger is a person who did that. So it's a well, good way to learn if you, you don't mind the politics. You should with Kawato then, because mm. Kawato just... sounds like the perfect example of a tourist wrestler who came to Mexico. <laughs> And then failed. Like, yes. I mean, hipster luchadors is what Dookie calls them. 
<laughs> yeah, <laughs> like give them a, a feud. Yeah, that would be perfect, really. But I'm sure but... Dookie doesn't deserve feuds yet in New Japan. Because he, he tried a... to feud with Jado and that never <laughs> turned into anything. He had a feud with Yoshihashi last summer. Oh, I missed that. Yeah, because yeah. he, I think, uh, there's some bizarre circumstances. I can't tell you without telling the results of the matches. Do you mind? Mm-hmm. It was an eight-man tag, and uh, I think it was Minoru Suzuki or Zack Sabre Jr. managed to knock out Yoshihashi and then threw Dookie on top of him because he was the legal man. And they got a pinfall. Um, and so Doki, along with pick Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Tai Chi to be his partners to challenge for the Never Open Weight Six Man Championships, which is the reason why the Never Open Six Man Championships became much more important than they actually were because people were feuding over them for personal reasons. And as we all know, personal issues make money. Well, I love the that, kind of creativity, actually, because. Yeah. I was thinking about the the ultimate insult to a wrestler is losing to a young lion, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought, what about someone um, does that to a main eventer? Like, you knock them out and then you make a young lion pin them. Yeah. That sounds like the ultimate insult. But also a great way to build up the young lion later. Like, say... <clears throat> Bullet Club um, gangs up on Okada and yeah. a young lion pins Okada and then in two, three years that young lion comes back and already has a story because he's pinned Okada and he's like, I- I'm better than you and Okada yeah. doesn't appreciate that and then they get to feud and there's immediately a story there. Yeah, that's... It, it's happened. It happens more in Western wrestling than it does in... Uh, Japanese wrestling, by the uh, the obvious one I'm thinking of back in ECW is Cactus Jack and Mikey Whipwreck against the Pitbulls. Oh well, mm. picking up the tag team championships and essentially Cactus swings in at the last minute, double on DDT somebody and just throws Mikey on top and they win the tag team titles. <laughs> yeah, but the uh, Young Lion thing is a yeah because bit we all know that Young Lions aren't supposed to win against main eventers. Yeah. And they never do. No. But I think it can be done. And, you know, it's a, it, that's the thing. is It's the young wrestler against the seasoned veteran. It's just, like, trying to figure out a way of doing it. And the Dookie thing was the closest thing you come across. Mm. Like, Dookie never... Dookie very rarely wins anything. Um, yeah, he's, he's the punching bag. He is, you know. Chase Owens used to be, and then... I think they did the count, like, last year. Chase Owens got more pinfall victories than anybody else in 2020. Or 2019, because he wins all these matches in tag team matches, and then he gets the big feud and he blows it. He's a choke artist. That's part of his character. He's you know he's cocky and confident, but he's actually overly cocky and confident for his ability. He's probably hiding some insecurities. Yes, Um, as a character, you know, again, horrible person. But um, you know, there's there's there is plenty for him to get his teeth into there as a character. You know, and the fact he has this surefire finisher that will always beat anybody um, hides the fact that the rest of his offense isn't quite good enough to beat people with. And meanwhile, you've got Yoshihashi, who is the opposite, who 
shows all of his insecurities. Yes. And is slowly overcoming them. Yeah. And gets big wins every once in a while, like beating evil yeah. during the G1. Yeah. Um, to show that actually he is that good. He just needs the right opportunity to do the job. And he needs to be able to overcome those insecurities, but he's not always able to. No. And Which the, is the, fun, actually. Yes. Yeah, and, and so to say, it pays off because that match with Evil was the best match Evil had last year. Mm. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I can't agree can't or comment. disagree because <laughs> you watch it. <laughs> no, there you go. Let us move on. Hiroshi Tanahashi, Juice Robinson, and Toa Henry. They defeated Bullet Club. No, they didn't defeat Bullet Club. Bullet Club defeated them. But look, Farley, Evil, and Jay White, uh, beginning with a ab off between Tanahashi and Jay White. Their entire feud <laughs> is based on abs at this point. <laughs> <laughs> My abs are better than yours. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody pre-tweeted out this morning. Is is. Is someone going to have an intervention for Tanner's body issues that he clearly has right now? Like, that's yeah, a bit harsh. Poor guy. Yeah. He's, he's, you know. He looks amazing like... for his age. Sorry, that sounds kind of denigrating, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, he looks amazing. his age, yes. <laughs> I, I, yeah, if you line me up against Tanahashi, he would look absolutely like a god. And he cause... is a god, really. Yes. Yeah. Go away, um, Ibushi. We already have one. Yeah. Well, yeah, Bushi says he surpassed God, though. Well, at least he acknowledges that Tanahashi is a god. Yes, Tanahashi and Nakamura are gods. Though anyone who's been watching Monday Night Raw for the last 12 months might not agree with you. Oh, or this is, is hell why of... I don't watch it. So no, I, this... know, I still think he's god. Yes, this, or rather, it's a hell of a way to treat a deity. Put it that way. So rude. Um, well, considering yes. the uh, Shawn Michaels angle they, they did, I don't think they respect gods very much. No, though apparently he's lining up a feud with Daniel Bryan at some point. So that should be interesting. Okay. Um, but yeah, um, it was again solid, good outing, juice, being juice, Toa being Toa, Tanner being loud. Just you're big and you're loud. And that's, <laughs> that's it. His hair gets bigger <laughs> because he's so loud. Yes. I am glad he got away from the Maori kind of uh, aesthetic, not aesthetic, it's still there, and he's clearly proud of his heritage, but he's not the oh, light. Yeah. Because yeah. it was just like, this is hmm, void. It's difficult with, like, for want of a better word, ethnic gimmicks, because he, he's like, you know, I, you want them to represent what they believe in, but also you want them to be them, them and not be defined by that thing. And now he's more of his own man and he's a much better wrestler for it, I think. Yeah, they made him look look really strong today again, even though mm-hmm. he took the pin. Yeah. So I it's wonder what, what the plans are with Hanari this... Uh... I think he's kind of in the... I Can you see him being a main event guy anytime soon? No. No, he's been. They've been saying he is what Yoshihashi was four years ago. He's in the same place, um, but Henry doesn't win anything. He gets tag team wins, but he doesn't get main event wins. So it, it they've got to find a space for him, I think. Which is a shame because he was he's probably one of the best dojo prospects they've ever had, but it's just difficult to place him anywhere. 
Yeah, and he got injured a couple of times, right? Yeah, he's a little bit fragile. And of course, pandemic doesn't help when you're stuck in New Zealand because you can't go out. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, it looks like guys like Jay White are still trying to make it happen. Yes. So we'll see what happens with Henry. But yeah, I think he's just he's a good worker. He's unproblematic. He's a nice guy, and he works really hard. It's kind of the person you want really, on yeah. a roster like this. And, and if he doesn't <laughs> become a main eventer, then no well, problems like, there either, right? No, like we, we said the other day, that. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, you don't have to be main event material just to make a living, which is the whole point. So and you can still be a good wrestler if you're mid-card. So. Yeah, that's it. Okay, let's move on to the first of the well, second round matches of today's show. Kenta wrestled Minoru Suzuki for the first time in 16 years. There was a lot less stress on this match than there was 16 years ago. Let's, let's put it that way. Considering the fact that Kenta came to the ring with his newspaper and started to have a read. Kenta uh, newspaper OTP. Yes. Tried to, you know, uh, catching up on the sports results for the day. Do, do you know what OTP means? or? No. Go on. <laughs> You just agreed with me, like, like you know. Yes, because no, I, I, well, I was like OTP. I was like trying to figure out what it was, and I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> OTP means one true pairing. It's basically uh, a ship term, but it yes. but it's turned into main fandom language, as in they're great together. Ah, uh, fair enough then. Like Kenta newspaper OTP, they're my favorite pairing. Just Aww. to show that. I don't actually ship Kenta in a newspaper. <laughs> but it kind of means that he clearly was very invested in his newspaper. He was. And then Minoru Suzuki came along and stole it from him. Yeah, he took issue with Kenta just reading a newspaper while his entrance was happening. Like, I'd yes. be annoyed too, really. Is this newspaper is Minoru... a, a thing or is it just something that he decided to do today? Just something he decided to do today. But considering the fact he started the feud with no one wants to know what you're wearing, what socks you're wearing, Suzuki. <laughs> I disagree. Minoru I... Suzuki's Instagram and Twitter are full of his clothing choices because he owns a clothing store and he's one of the most stylish men in professional wrestling history. Yeah, and the fact that he regularly lets us know what kind of amazing socks he wears is actually what I like about him. Yes, exactly. I like the contrast between one day he'll kill people and then the next day he'll show you a sock with kittens on it. <laughs> That's what's great it... about Suzuki. Wrestlers of that generation understand, understand style. Because <laughs> right. like, the, the new Masahiro Chono clothing line came out this week and it was like, you really are the coolest dude that I've done. Just look at you. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who's, going to, who's going to tell Suzuki that he can't wear those socks? No one. Exactly. No. That's Except the whole Kenta, point. apparently. Yes. And it went well. But it, it, it went well. They those... killed each other. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things is like Kenta and Suzuki can get away with this stuff because they're double hard. <laughs> and therefore, when they want to do something that's a bit more fun and freeing, they don't lose anything of their reputation, do they? And they beat no. Seven Chase. It's not that one, but let's be honest. But, you know, the sell for it was pretty entertaining. It was sports entertainment, not wrestling. 
which is going to well, annoy yeah, purists. It's also, Suzuki is a perfect foil for funny stuff. Yes. Because he's a badass who is very serious as a character, but as a human being, he loves funny stuff. He loves doing crazy stunts and ridiculousness. So he can do it all. And he can yeah. make, he can be the opposite to like a Toriano perfectly. Yeah. And he has a kind of comedic timing as well. He's not afraid to be funny too. Because yeah. some of these wrestlers who want to appear cool and badass and like Suzuki will never do funny stuff because they think it harms their image. Yeah. When it's actually, it makes Suzuki seem cooler that he's not afraid yeah. to do funny stuff. That's it. It's the... Moxley does funny stuff as well and he's kind of portrayed as a badass. But it, the thing is... Like Moxley, Dean Ambrose used to do funny stuff all the time, but it was too much, so it watered down the badass. John Moxley does funny stuff every once in a while, so he's always a badass. Yeah, you know, it's it, a it, difference between a badass who has comedic timing and a comedy yeah. guy who has badass tendencies. Yeah, you know, Toriano is a comedy guy who has badass tendencies. Yeah. But it doesn't work if he's badass all the time because it takes away from his comedy. Whereas if Suzuki is comedy all the time, it takes away from his being a badass. And so, how scare, scary he is. Yeah. So you've got to have the right balance of things to make things work the way the way they do. But this is this was good. Um, this was fun. I enjoyed this. I watched these two wrestle forever. <laughs> yeah, Kenza and... actually hit him in the head a few times and looks looked like it connected. Yes, it was. It was just stiff. Bully, what do you expect with these two? They've been doing it for a very long time. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know. part of Suzuki's face was starting to get red. So I think he really hit him once. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, from what we were saying, the, the first time they wrestled, it didn't go down well because Kenta was hung over. Oh, um, dear. Because Genichiro Tenru had insisted he go out drinking with him the night before. <laughs> <laughs> And when a senior tells you to do someone, especially in the living legend status of Jinichiro Tenru, you go drinking because he's told you to. Um, so apparently it didn't go down well. It wasn't the best of matches he'd had. He um, wasn't particularly proud of it. So he wanted to do something a bit different with this one. <laughs> well, it was great. So, so yeah, you're not getting your J Suzuki, though. You're in final. No, no, that's ended now. We might get Jay versus Kenta, though, which would be intriguing. Maybe. Because mm, that would be a good match. And would everything be all right with Bullet Club again? That's the, that's the question, isn't it? There's, there's been very little fallout. Like, even today, there was kind of like proper tag team action. Jay um, threw... I think it was Juice. I can't remember who took the pin in that match, but he threw his... Uh, yeah, it would have been. That would be Henry. He threw Henry into the Everything Is Evil. You know, a perfectly timed one today, and they've not been clicking together that well through this tour. So they're slowly getting it back together, and they're all like working as a well-oiled bullet club machine can do, apparently. But the moment two of them are in a big match together, you know it's going to fall apart. And that's, yeah, and that's... Evil is still in the cup as well. So you've got yeah. Evil, Kenta, and Jay White. So if you had like them three 
uh, and who and Zack Sabre Jr. in the semi-finals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Zach Zach would love it. That'd be perfect. Just play them all off against each other, and that's that'd be ace. Um, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Um, go to the main event: Hiroki Goto and Shingo Takago. Takaga, Takagi uh, wrestled each other in the main event of today's event for my chief perpetual gymnasium, to which I believe my colleague was quite excited about. Just a little. So excited that I don't have any notes except for two things. And the th- <laughs> two things are Goto and a sad smiley face. Oh, that's yeah. bad. It is sad. But I was expecting this, so it's fine. Yeah, they had a very incredibly good match. It was one of those matches where Goto just pulls out all the stops and really goes for it. And you remember why he was a main event for so long. And not that he's not a main event now, but he's the main event, well, clearly he was today. But he isn't a main event as often as he used to be. But he's that good. And Shingo's just that good. You know, there's a reputation that Shingo has that people are all, it's a monitor sellout when Shingo wrestles these days because everybody stood watching him. Um, yeah. This this is kind of another proof that that's true. This is it was just outstanding professional wrestling. Yeah, I was so distracted by the match that I didn't even get to write down any notes. <laughs> which I'm really <laughs> peculiar. I'm I'm really peculiar about writing down stuff because I'm worried about forgetting. But with this, it was almost at the end. Like I knew it was going to end in like five ten minutes, and I'm like, I have nothing written down. What am I supposed to talk about? But the match was just that good. They have a complementary kind of style. They have similar styles, but different enough to be interesting. Yeah. But it, it also means that they can try to one-up each other, like clothesline from Goto, clothesline from Shingo, etc. And mm. that's what made it so much fun for me, because it was clear they were very evenly matched. And even yeah. though I was going into it expecting Goto to lose... It could have gone either way, really. Yeah, there was even the main event, the, the, the not main event, towards the end of the finish, Shingo pulling out GTRs and, you know, trying a bit of reverse psychology and stealing finishes, which was nice to see, you know, just to create some variation. I think Shingo's got, like, the best closeout sequences of any New Japan wrestler, like the last 10 minutes of the match that he's in. It's a bit like watching Bret Hart. You know what's going to happen, but you want to see it. <laughs> well, I didn't want to see it, but I understand what you mean. Yeah, it's it, it's, it's still going to take you along for a roller coaster ride. Like Brett had the the there was all those moves that led up to the sharpshooter, and you, if you, as soon as he started into that series of moves, you knew the match was coming to an end, and it started to rouse, and it was repetition. It was Pavlovian, you know, response. The moment you saw that move, you knew everything was going to happen, and you know you, things started to get exciting. Yeah, Shingo has that same kind of closeout sequence that. I just can't stop watching. I just got my head into it. It's like, this is ace. So, yeah. But and uh, overall, not had a bad week of cards, have we, really? It's been no. very much fun to watch. There's nothing been dreadful. Today, today was your dream match and my dream match. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and they were both great. So, yeah. But both of see. our guys lost, though. <laughs> well... Yeah, can't have everything, can you? Um, I'm just trying to think. Uh, I'll go to the the uh, lineups and see what we get. The brackets, because I haven't got that with me. So we'll see what's coming up next. I um, can. I have the bracket open. 
So, I, have, I, 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 went, I went to search for it and then looking at the page whilst I'm searching for it, I realized actually, no, it's actually on that page you're looking at, you idiot. Um, so, <laughs> uh, Toriyano versus Evil, Shiga Takagi and Kenta. So, the next first round matches that we know about, sorry, second round matches we're going to have to go about is Osprey and Zack Sabre Jr., Nagata and Sonata, mm-hmm. Finley and Yoshihashi. And Jay White and Hiroshi Tanahashi still to come. Actually, Jay White and, Ta- and Tanahashi will be the last ones, I would guess. So, I imagine. I don't think that's... they'll be a, a first round, a first match on the card. Oh no, they're not. The, the um, Evil and Toriyano will be on the sixteenth of March. Kenta and um, no, no, it will be Single. yeah, sixteenth of March. Yeah, so Tanahashi and Way will be the eighteenth of March. So that'll be Thursday. So the 16th is, oh, 30, yeah, 16th. Shingo, Kenta. Yeah, because we're on the 13th today, aren't we? So the 14th, tomorrow we will have uh, Sonata and Nagata, Sabre and Osprey. And then on Tuesday, isn't it? 16th, yeah. Um, on 16th, it will be Kenta. 15th, 15th. Finley, Yoshihashi, Jay White. Tanahashi. Yes, this is confusing, and I can't read it as well as you can. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> so that's Monday, and then the sixteenth. Was it fifteenth? And then the the sixteenth will be um, Evil Yano, Takagi, and Kent as we go into the semi-finals. Um, yeah, so and the whole thing wraps up on the twenty-first of March. So we've still got. Next weekend to go, we've still got a week to go, haven't we? So by this time next week, we'll know. But we'll know who will be New Japan Cup champion Ooh. this time tomorrow. Yeah, so we've got a lot of shows to do between now and then. Can you do all the shows this week? Um, I can do all of them except for the Tuesday one. Okay, then I will do that one by myself because it is my night off on Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> so I can get. I could get them all watched. I doubt yeah. I'll be able to talk for for uh, forty minutes to an hour and a half like we normally do. Well, but, I expect uh, you to do at least an hour. At least an hour by myself. If yeah, exactly. I speak with <laughs> really slowly. <laughs> talk about Finley some more. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. funny that Finley becomes a thing when he's not even either of our favorites. Like, no, why I mean, did that become a thing? I I think just I think possibly because of his dad and his family and just he's a wrestler, isn't he? He's one of the lads. If you could pick a picture of a professional wrestler in 2021, Dave Finley's it. He's I hate to use the word generic because he's not, but he's the right build, he's the right guy, he's got the right attitude to wrestling, he's fun, he's tough, he's you know, technically really adept at what he does. He's just the dude, he's, he's just got the, the lineage. Guy. Lineage, yeah. lineage, 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 yeah. So he's got he's got everything, and yeah, he's just cool. So, but he's not he's not yeah. I don't feel the same way about definitely the deal about a cat though, because <laughs> no. you know different kind of cat. But yeah. So there you are. Well, have you anything else to say? Not about really. Today? Or wrestling no. news in general? No? Okay, then. I don't no, I already I mentioned the Twitter thing. My only wrestling news is stuff I see on Twitter. <laughs> I think you see that wrestler post that. Yeah. Other I, than that, yeah. no. 
Yeah, today, well, the only wrestling news that came out yesterday was that Tyrus had signed with the NWA, which went down about as well as you could possibly imagine. Yeah, it would I do. saw that too. <laughs> why it's would like you? There's so many wrestlers from so yeah. many different countries, and you pick the ones. Nobody that wants are to watch human beings. <laughs> and nobody wants to watch him wrestle either, really. No. So, what? It's easier not to. But I'm guessing it may have been an old relationship from the Impact days because I think Billy was just, just there as he left. Um, so, or it's just you know. an attention grab thing. Why would you invite that much negative publicity? Some some wrestling carnies still think that any kind of attention yeah. is good. Also, because your your fan base who is loyal to you will become enraged and fight back and make noise and stuff like that so <clears throat> yeah sorry but this is this is the thing though when they were doing regular regular running regular youtube shows they were pretty hot on jumping on that kind of behavior cornet left after making a stupid comment on commentary um and there was minimal backlash for it you know from from the fans they were like well you're being responsible for doing the right thing yeah, they had a few people on their roster I wouldn't want, like Bram. But generally speaking, um, they were pretty cool with what they were doing. And then this this is kind of a bit out of character for them. And it's also as well, they're the underdog company. They're the small little company out of all of these big major ones. And they drop clangers like this. Why would you? I don't know. I really don't know. It's like the age-old question. Why, why are you choosing... People who are terrible human beings, and you know the fans don't like. Yeah, why choose I pain? I tell you, it's it's a wrestling thing. It's a loyalty thing that you some somehow, no matter what the fans say, the wrestler is first in line, and what fans yeah. want is second. Doesn't matter. <sighs> sad thoughts, but there we go. Yeah, it's Happiness. so sad. All my, we have a podcast. Almost every day, and almost every day we have to talk. Well, you don't have to, but we talk about at least one guy. Yeah, who's a terrible human being. <laughs> <laughs> like it happens almost every day. Like tomorrow, I'm sure we'll talk about. Well, that guy was on a yeah. promotions in a promotion somewhere. We'll try and be. We'll try and be positive tomorrow, but call out bad behavior where we need to. Yeah. Yes. Uh, when we come back to the New Japan Cup uh, for our Sunday show. Um, I will see you tomorrow, as will Christy. I, you can find me on the internet at Sheriff Lone Star. Where can we find you, Christy? My Twitter handle is SmarkInfested, and I also run uh, a GIF account called NJPWGIFs. <laughs> I can't even say my own Twitter handle. You can find the True Pity Show at uh, well, Troopany Show channel at Troopany Show on Twitter and The Troopany Show on Facebook and Patreon. Um, what else can we plug? Oh, no to no media. They look after the Wrestling Rewind. I'm sure there'll be another one sometime this week. Nice shout out from the boys at the Random Wrestling Review, Ben Spindler and his mates over there. Very much appreciated. Take care, guys. Uh, and we'll speak to you tomorrow. Bye. Mm-hmm.